Greetings and aloha. This is Mina Athena. Welcome to Philosophia with Mina Athena, episode 10 on August 10th, 2022. I am so excited to share the beautiful and soulful wisdom of Mother Teresa in her book, A Guide to Daily Living. Uh, it's called The Joy in Loving, which is a guide to daily living. And this is one of those beautiful one-a-day calendar quote books, if you know what I mean. It's over 400 pages. So I think what I would like to do, given that I only have about 10 minutes before I need to be somewhere, I'm going to flip it and just read whatever comes Uh, to mind and allow a synchronicity and divine timing uh, to provide the wisdom that we may need to hear at this particular moment. So before I do, I do want to read um, just an introduction uh, to who Mother Teresa is. I'm sure most of you know Uh, who she is and what her love and service has uh, done for this world and all the ripple effects um, that has come from her love and her love um, for serving others. So Agnes Bajachu, and my apologies if I didn't say it correctly, or Mother Teresa, as the world knows her today, was born on August 26, 1910 in Yugoslavia. In 1928, she left home to become a novice for Loretto. And in 1931, she arrived in India, where she took religious vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience and was renamed Teresa. After teaching at St. Mary's School in Calcutta for several years, Mother Teresa started the Congregation of the Missionaries of Charity, which was approved by a decree of the Holy See, and See is spelled S-E-E, in 1950. Since then, the congregation has expanded to include more than 600 homes in as many as 136 countries. She has been the recipient of several prestigious awards, including the Nobel Peace Prize. So with that, I think it would be good to begin with January 1st, which is the first day of the year. Okay, and there's a beautiful introduction But my goal is just to read some prose and wisdom of Mother Teresa. So January 1st, keep the joy of loving God in your heart and share this joy with all you meet, especially your family. Be holy, let us pray. And 
I just flipped to January 5th. Actually, January 4th, because I just uh, skimmed it, and I think these two, every single page is beautiful in its own way, but I don't have the time to read all this. My intention is to share beautiful wisdom that is filled with love to pique your interest and open up your soul a little bit. And if any of these um, wise words of precious people like Mother Teresa or yesterday's uh, reading of Khalil Gibran's uh, wisdom is buy the book, pick it up, read it. And if it really resonates with you on a deep soul level, keep it near you. Read it more than once until it becomes a part of you. So this is January 4th. It is important for us to realize that love, to be true, has to hurt. I must be willing to give whatever it takes not to harm other people, and in fact, to do good to them. This requires that I be willing to give until it hurts. Otherwise, there is no true love in me, and I bring injustice, not peace, to those around me. And January 5th. Charity begins today. Today, somebody is suffering. Today, somebody is in the street. Today, somebody is hungry. Our work is for today. Yesterday has gone. Tomorrow has not come yet. We have only today to make Jesus known, loved, served, fed, clothed, sheltered. Do not wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow we will not have them if we do not feed them today. And let's go to February. February 10th. The quickest and the surest way toward thoughtfulness is the tongue. Use it for the good of others. If you think well of others, you will also speak well of others. Violence of the tongue is very real, sharper than any knife, wounding and creating bitterness that only the grace of God can heal. going to Valentine's Day, February 14th. In the face of all difficulties, doubts, and objections, trust in him. He will not let you down. If God does not grant the means, that shows he does not want you to do that particular work. If he wants it done, he will give you the means. Therefore, do not worry. February 15th. Holiness is the acceptance of the will of God. Holiness is not a luxury of the few. It is not meant for some people only. It is meant for you and for me. It is a simple duty. Because we learn to love, you learn to be holy. And to be able to love, 
you must pray. My progress and holiness depends on God and myself. And I am... I had one dog-eared, so I'll read that one. But I haven't read this, picked up this book in quite a long time. And now I feel moved. I need to read the whole thing, I think. There are some books that are read over and over again different um, on different points of your life. Since we are always ever-changing. When you read something, even a day later or 10 years later, the wisdom that you receive can be a different nuance. And so, March 4th. We know that if we really want to love, we must learn to forgive. Forgive and ask to be forgiven. Excuse rather than accuse. Reconciliation begins first, not with others, but with ourselves. It starts with having a clean heart within. A clean heart is able to see God in others. We must radiate God's love. And March 5th. Let anyone who comes to you go away feeling better and happier. Everyone should see goodness in your face, in your eyes, in your smile. Joy shows from the eyes. It appears when we speak and walk. It cannot be kept closed inside us. It reacts outside. Joy is very infectious. And March 9th, for my dear father's birthday, may he rest in peace. Open your eyes and see. There is not just hunger for a piece of bread. There is hunger for understanding love for the word of God. Nakedness is not only for a piece of cloth. Nakedness is a loss of human dignity, the loss of that beautiful virtue of purity which is so misused nowadays. And I am going to March 25th, which is my dear brother's birthday. May he rest in peace. He passed away when he was 29 years old. And that was 18 years ago. In his passion, Jesus taught us how to forgive out of love, how to forget out of humility. So let us at the beginning of the passion of Christ examine our hearts fully and see if there is any unforgiving hurt, any unforgotten bitterness. 
and April 7th is my middle child, Sarah's birthday. We have absolutely no difficulty regarding having to work in countries with many faiths. We treat all people as children of God. They are our brothers and sisters. We show great respect to them. Our work is to encourage these people, Christians as well as non-Christians, to do works of love. Every work of love is done with a full heart brings people closer to God. May 6th, my sister's birthday. We must acknowledge the dignity of the poor, respect them, esteem them, love them, serve them. Often, I think they are the ones to whom we owe our greatest gratitude. They teach us by their faith, their resignation, their patience and suffering. They allow us to help them. We should experience not pity, but compassion towards the poor. And we are going to my birthday in May. Become holy. Each one of us has a capacity to become holy. And the way to holiness is prayer. August 7th, my oldest child's birthday. A silence is a beautiful fruit of prayer. We must learn not only the silence of the mouth, but also the silence of the heart, of the eyes, of the ears, and of the mind, which I call the five silences. Say it and memorize it on your five fingers. I'm going to just read that again. Silence is a beautiful fruit of prayer. We must learn not only the silence of the mouth, but also the silence of the heart, of the eyes, of the ears, and of the mind, which I call the five silences. Say it and memorize it on your five fingers. Mouth, heart, eyes, ears, mind. And I'm going to go to my uh, daughter's birthday, my youngest. Holiness is not the luxury reserved for a few favorite persons. All are invited to be holy. I think only holiness will be able to overcome evil and all the sufferings and miseries of the people and of our own lives because we too have to suffer and suffering is a gift of God if we use it in the right way. 
the cross must be there. So let us thank God for this. And I'll read a couple of more just by flipping it, flipping the pages and stopping. It's almost as if I am holding the eight ball from the 90s where you say, should I do this or should I do that? And you shake it. And inside is a little pyramid that says, all things point to yes or not a good idea. So that's what I'm doing with Mother Teresa's book right now. Okay. September 19th, the tide of human suffering grows ever greater. This is especially so of those who are refugees. There is a special kind of suffering. Not only are they forced to suffer famine, persecution, war, and natural disaster, but also the horrific horrific plight of being forced to keep on the move. They have nowhere which they can call home, and often no one is prepared to listen to their cry for help. Wow. October 15th. I find the work much easier, and I can smile more sincerely when I think of each one of my suffering brothers and sisters. Jesus needs you to stop pouring into the lamp of your life, the oil of your love and sacrifice. You are really reliving the passion of Christ, bruised, divided, full of pain and wounds, as you are, accept Jesus as he comes into your life. And there is a, one of my, favorite uh, quotes by uh, Mother Teresa that I've kept close to my heart for many, many years. And it is, the fruit of silence is prayer. The fruit of prayer is faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. The fruit of service is peace. And with the readings of Mother Teresa, I am not condoning one religion to another. I think there's beauty in all of the religions. And I think the way that people throughout history and religious leaders have used religion as a form of power to as a conquest rather than as an unconditional love. Um, So with that, I know this is all about Mother Teresa But um, there are two poems uh, that come to mind, and I'm crossing my fingers that I have it because I lost so much of my wisdom on my iPhone when my iPhone crashed a couple of days ago. Uh, But it is called Rise Up. Yes, and it's still here. Rise Up by Rumi.
Don't turn to look at every beggar that beckons. You belong to me. Don't sell yourself at such a low price, for you are priceless. Part the waters with your staff, you are today's Moses. Tear through the cloak of fog, you are of the light, the same light as Muhammad. Scatter the mirrors, shatter the mirrors of the beautiful, you are the dazzling Joseph. Blow the breath of life like Christ, you too are of that air. Break away from the unscrupulous, don't fall for the deceit of ghouls. You are of noble origin, you are from the highest high. By spirit you are deathless, imperishable, magnificent from within. You belong to the glorious, you are of divine radiance. What have you seen of your own beauty? You are still veiled, one dawn like the sun. You will rise up from within yourself. It's a shame, it's a shame for you to be shrouded this way, like the moon under a cloud. Tear through the cloud of body, you are the moon so beautiful. You are like a hawk whose feet are bound, tethered to the body. It's with your own claws that you must untie the knots. How joyous is gold when it enters the fire, for it is within the flames where it can show its essence and radiate its virtues. Don't run away from the fire's flames. What will happen if you step into them for trial's sake? It will not burn you, I swear. Your face will glow like gold, for you are Abraham's kin. Ancient knowingness is yours. No mind has a jewel like you. This world has no life like you, for this is the world of decay, and you are life giving life. And the other one is by Hafiz and I think I found it. Here we go. And it's called, I have learned so much by Hafiz. I have learned so much from God that I can no longer call myself a Christian, a Hindu, a Muslim, a Buddhist, a Jew. The truth has shared so much of itself with me that I can no longer call myself a man, a woman, an angel, or even a pure soul. Love has befriended Hafez so completely. It has turned to ash and freed me of every concept and image my mind has ever known. So with that, I wish you a beautiful morning, afternoon, and evening. I hope you enjoyed the wisdom of Mother Teresa, as well as the poems Rise Up by Rumi, and I have learned so much by Hafiz. Sending you love and light from the beautiful Hudson Valley. Blessings and namaste. Be well and stay healthy. 
See you tomorrow. Greetings. This is Mina Athena. I had some more to say about the wisdom of Mother Teresa. I am aware that she is quite controversial. Of all the beautiful things she has done, uh, there were books and a lot of bad press about how she did things incorrectly and how she wanted everyone who was dying to convert to Christianity and some other things that are uh, even worse. And I actually was contemplating if I should keep the wisdom of Mother Teresa or not be controversial. And I decided to keep it because I feel that she has healed this world and raised the vibration of this world in many ways by helping so many people who were ignored and forgotten and to have them rest and eat and die with dignity is beyond words of how incredibly grateful I am to know about her. Despite who we talk about, even Osho, and I read about Osho, and with that, I know that there is a Netflix um, documentary on him. But the questions I ask you are, who are we to judge? Why do you look at that speck of dust in somebody else's eye when you have a big plank in yours, as the Bible says? And again, I am not um, advertising Christianity. Yes, I am um, an elder at a Presbyterian church. uh, And I choose to practice Christianity. But I am not fixed that Jesus is a one and only and you will perish in hell if you do not believe in him. I think God is so much bigger than that, beyond my comprehension. And the best way that I could describe God is love. So the responses to the criticism and the best way that I can um, just express it is to read uh, something on uh, Wikipedia which had the 
best concise uh, response. Neven B. Chuala points out that Mother Teresa never intended to build hospitals, but to provide a place where those who had been refused admittance could at least die being comforted and with some dignity. He also counters critics of Mother Teresa by stating that her periodical hospitalizations were instigated by staff members against her wishes and he disputes the claim that she conducted serendipitous baptisms. Those who are quick to criticize Mother Teresa and her mission are unable or unwilling to do anything to help with their own hands. I'm always fascinated with critics. They spend years, if not their lives, being a critic of pointing what's wrong and horrible about someone's efforts. And my response will um, be said in the words of Theodore Roosevelt. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I wonder how this world would be if all the critics of this world turned into advocates. If a critic spent years interviewing the poor and destitute of why did Mother Teresa do this and take all these notes as a detective and point out they used expired medicine or they, you know, they were not hygienic. There were no doctors. Instead of spending all that time criticizing someone, if you have a contact, Who's a doctor? Bring them over. That is what community is about. So, you may criticize me, but it's okay. I've dealt with that dark demon called fear of being judged. And I'm still gonna say it anyway, because I feel that the wisdom of Mother Teresa, of Khalil Shabran, of Mary Oliver. They come from the soul and 
Words are sacred and the right words and what we focus our mind on will be the door to either living in peace and bliss or living in stress and anxiety. It's everyone's choice. Thoughts create matter. So be careful with what thoughts go in your mind. And with that, I feel complete. So I wish you a beautiful morning, afternoon, and evening. Blessings and namaste. Sending you love and light. See you tomorrow.